0: Hey everyone, MCA here, sat on the doorstep, eating some lunch. Um, We're back, but uh, we're back in a global health crisis. So this is a slightly different introduction to what I thought I was going to have to do. Uh, I'm on lockdown in the UK, Gerard's similar in the States. Um, We recorded this episode a few weeks ago. Um, It's our thoughts on the first half of season one of Star Trek Picard. Um, probably only our fifth, fifth, third Star Trek episode this series, um, uh, which is funny because I'm I don't really give a shit about Star Trek, and I think he increasingly likes it less as time goes on. But here we are. Um, hope you enjoy it. I think probably going forward, you might we, we might have more regular episodes. Hopefully, um, especially if this continues, and we both need a bit more entertainment between ourselves, and you know we can provide it to you guys. Uh, I'm just going to listen to the bird oh there's it was just me and the birds, but now someone's coming out of their house down the street and oh. well, that's kind of ruined the serenity of it, hasn't it? Never mind. Here's the episode. Enjoy. Can you hear me?: Yo, uh, what are you drinking today, sir? Oh, we're doing this.: Yeah, um, I have an uh, un- orange beaker of water. There you go which i oh do i still have some ribena? no i've got an empty bottle of ribena. i've got orange beaker also oh what's that full of jelly beans yes oh loud bb8 shaker bottle full of jelly beans of course <laughs> okay i love it um
1: i've got um it got one of these as well what
0: the fuck is that
1: it's for the mixing
0: oh for this mixing your sweet sweet protein shake or whatever. yeah yeah why is it full of jelly beans, Mister? I go to the gym every day. <laughs> I, uh, I it was a um,
1: it was a gift in Christmas bingo, and I won it. And ah. uh, so the jelly beans are actually a little bit stale and gross. And also, when I put that thing, the lid back in, sometimes they get smashed.
0: Oh yeah, look at that! That's that's that that's a fully molested jelly bean. By like the oh, way, your camera a, pulls focus.
1: Oh, that's cool. The worse one here.
0: Oh, that one got properly mangled. Ah. <laughs>
1: Not Bertie Bott's beans. I or the cherry, the cherry ones anyway, which are the tastiest flavour. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, like, so you, like piss. You have <laughs> you have a uh, uh, an orange beaker of water and
0: <laughs> uh, electric bear absorbing, which is their gluten-free pale ale. Gluten-free I pale ale. Okay. Breaking into it in a wee bit, and uh, actually, it's got I mean, no wheat in it. Yeah. Okay. Well, the gluten, technically, the gluten has been removed from the wheat. So oh. Because wheat and gluten is slightly separate thing, so this is a uh, uh, water, but uh, malted barley, oats, hops, and yeast. So maybe it doesn't have any wheat in it, but um, malts are extra pale Vienna oat malt, flaked oats, naked oats. So yeah, it's all from oats. Mosaic and Eldorado, which uh, Mosaic is one of my favourite ones. Mosaic is the one that tastes a bit like um like Robertson's barley water. It kind of tastes summery. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm not drinking this, but actually it's ended up off my desk off one of the boxes. I have half a bottle of Jack. <laughs> oh. <Daniel. laughs> yeah, Jack Daniel. So if I want, I'm going to just take a quick slug of Jack, actually. All right, Before we it. get into this debate. Ooh, smell Ooh. Oh, that oh, smells strong. Smoky. Oh. All right, we're going to have a party tonight, boys. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't had any neat Jack in a while. Yeah yep yep i'll be back tonight in a bit wow this this dowsard might turn into a full episode all right (laughs) so uh i have uh a
1: can of liquid death
0: oh shit you were going to tell me about this stuff yes so this is just
1: basically it's it's canadian Rockies spring water in a can and and their shtick is kind of uh trolling the internet because for those of you who can't see which is everyone um Mm it's 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 like got it's like i i hesitate to say cholo beer logo <laughs> it kind of looks like something that someone in south central la would be drinking yeah it's, it's like a saint's
0: rose style font
1: it's exactly it's, 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 it's got like a a, a um uh, decomposing skull on on, uh, on it uh, <laughs> in <and> the can <laughs> in the can yeah mm, yummy <laughs> and, and the uh it, they're, they're kind of trying to market it based on like uh we, we hate plastic waste. Oh, okay. Uh, they come in alu slash alum slash aluminium cans. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so hashtag death to plastic is, is is one of their things. And they donate a portion of uh, the profits from every can to uh, help clean up plastic from the ocean, which is kind of nice. nice. But that's kind, kind of not – the I, I saw them first on Instagram and um, it was a the, – their ad was essentially a screenshot of a comment – uh, saying like decomposing head on uh, on the on the can looks really appetizing, and they're using their haters as a, a as a means to market themselves, That's which I was cool. like I'm, i I kind of like that. And then there's got the, I was going to read this shtick to you. It's kind of long, but I'm just
0: going to drink a little more Jack while you do it and see what happens. <laughs> I
1: do
0: <laughs> Our proprietary thirst murdering
1: process begins with liquid death forming a rope of veins that will wrap around your thirst head and strangle it. Once liquid death reaches your thirst's brain, all of your thirst memories will be replaced with repeating loops of its own head imploding, which is exactly what happens next by it's causing your thirst's head to implode and its brain to squirt out of its ears. Once your thirst has been murdered, the soul of your thirst will begin to escape and float toward the ceiling. At this point... Drink a second sip of liquid death to rip its soul back down and force it to begin gluing its own body parts together, so that it can crawl back inside you and eventually grow into th- into a fully formed thirst once again. hashtag Death to Plastic.
0: Holy fuck! Yeah, what? what and it kind of
1: looks like a can of beer.
0: It does. What's when you said it to me? I was like, "What is that?" It looks like a somewhere between like a like a silver bullet in a can of Modelo or something. Like it looks like a kind of hipster beer type thing. It's uh Oh, you're just opening it. How actually is it yeah. as, as water?
1: This is my, only my second can. I mean, it's a little bit disappointing. <laughs> oh, <really>? it's, <laughs> decent water. it's decent water. You know, it tastes fine. It's got, it's, it's kind of like molten water in a way that it, it's, it's very much nothing. Whereas some of those like French waters, uh, can have like a, a slightly metallic or like heavy elements type taste to them. Um, yeah. Whereas, whereas this is kind of like neutral, so it's actually really quite nice. Um, but, but you know, you see this can and you read that that crazy description and, or well, not a description, but that that proves uh, that declaration of nonsense and and your you, you
0: promise. The promise
1: is of something amazing, and it's just it's just water.
0: It's fine. I'm looking them up on the internet. I wanted to see what the the company looked like. Whether there are a lot of dudes who look like me, so to speak, and. Um, uh they, they're not actually they're not they're kind of hipster but they're not
1: no no they did so post a, a video on their instagram uh in the last week or two of uh a very hipsterish looking dude doing that thing that people do with beer where they pierce the bottom and like drink the whole thing
0: okay nice <laughs> they call them tall boys which i quite like <laughs> yeah it's a pack of 12 tall boys yeah a pack of 12 <laughs> tall boys um on their website their uh, contact thing is uh it's called summon us <laughs> yeah and
1: i joined the country club as well and yeah i, I know I it's had to sign, you, have to, you have to sign a contract uh, selling them your soul to join the country club and they sent me a sticker as well oh shit you've got a sticker left yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> i kind of love it i think it's great
0: wow no i kind of think that actually I love yeah. you actually had the sticker to show me yeah i,
1: I just I, I put it put it down here yesterday or the day before when i got the the, the uh the case
0: Wow, look at all their merch. Their merch is like wannabe punk band from the, like... It is.
1: And the, yeah, they've got like a brown paper bag koozie for, for, they
0: have, for it yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, you, there's a wristband but for country club members only. I'm a country club member. You are? Yeah. Get, it,
1: get it, a sweet wristband. It, it's a, it's a, a, when, I, when I purchased it as well, I got like an email from them. Uh, <laughs> they, they've got some kind of uh, point system. Okay. Um, I earned yeah. When I bought it, I earned twenty two skulls.
0: <laughs> so you had to remind me. You got a discount somewhere along the line. So you ordered this on the internet. Yes. So you didn't just you didn't go to a store and buy a box. You, you literally had it sent to you. It's not available in stores.
1: That's, oh shit. Yeah, I think I think they might have some kind of subscription thing. Okay. But I didn't. I just wanted to try it, so I just I just got a pack of twelve with like a twenty percent discount coupon or something.
0: You've got ten left yes this will be Rats.
1: after this is yeah i'll have 10 left
0: interesting wow what a what an odd business model like of Isn't all the just... things like i've just i'm re everything now i'm living in one place so i'm like i'm about to go over to a company called who gives a crap who sends you toilet roll through the mail and they nice. plant like a million trees for every tree they take down that's not an official oh, I love it. But they definitely don't plant a million for everyone <laughs> but, but it's it's they do you know they do a lot of good work um and there's a company... I've got a, a sample box at the moment from a company called Small, who do, um, like, detergents.
1: Oh, yeah, S-M-O-L?
0: Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I've seen them around. It's interesting. I thought they were British. Who gives a crap's Australian, I think. Um, oh, okay. But uh, they don't ship from Australia, obviously. If, if they did, I wouldn't do it. Um, yeah, a little bit. It's defeating their purpose. Uh, I'm feeling that, Jack Daniels, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> 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 I shouldn't have drunk too much, Jack Daniels. Um... <laughs> But no, I'm 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 basically just kind of reassessing where I buy what I buy and how I can you know change my impact or whatever, considering I have a choice you know about what I have and where it comes from for, yeah, the, plan. for the moment. Um, but I would never have considered something like this in that. No, it's just so so weird to think of like a brand that can exist selling water through the mail. Yeah, <laughs> <And> it <laughs> is very your, strange. Here's your box of in, water, in, madam. In, in, in tall boys, in tall boys, in a kind of like. <laughs> I don't know. The only person I could see, like, endorsing this is, like, Randy Tobin.
1: <laughs> I would I see, love like, that.
0: Randall doing an advert, like... It's his birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Randall. Oh, um, happy birthday, Randy. That's, that's I just, nice. I'm just imagining him
1: doing one of his Instagram things where he, where he gets his kids to do things and just force them to drink liquid death.
0: Drink the water! <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's fascinating. Yeah. Oh, you know, you can buy 10, 12 packs. Holy fuck. Or you can... That'd be a heavy shipment. Enroll into Auto Death and there get a free go. T-shirt. Auto Death. Mm-hmm. That is that is very strange. Oh, but cool. I'm uh, uh, okay. So two cans in. I'll check again yes. when you finish the box. Would you buy again?
1: Uh, right now, yes. I, I, okay. I like it. It's it's it, it's. I I I have a lot of guilt about because I like I I want them to do sparkling. Because I like, I love sparkling water, but I get through like so many of these, and I mm-hmm. and I want to stop because it's just there's they're, they're just little twelve ounce plastic bottles, and there's just I, I just get through tons of them, and I, and I don't want to do that anymore. And if I buy the big ones, it goes flat. So if they if they did a can of of sparkling liquid death, uh, yeah, I might even subscribe.
0: That's a good point. Do they only do they only do still?
1: Yeah, I think they've only okay. been around a, maybe a year. Okay. That's, wow. um, I, I At least to me, they started showing up on. On the the social medias not too long not terribly long ago.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, they, they've not entered my world. But then why would they? They wouldn't promote it, me over here, so. But no, probably not. That's absolutely fascinating. To be honest, I I hope they do well, and I hope they do a sparkling one so you can try it. Um, and I guess, do you have somewhere to recycle those cans? Yeah. Okay. We'll Go curb side recycling. Oh, do you really? You never had that before.
1: Mm-hmm. No, we have that now.
0: Nice. All right.
1: Christ, all right married. drinks done
0: um drinks done yeah let's let's talk about
1: uh what uh, alex kurtzman and cbs want to be the the latest and most popular tv show uh, to hit the internet um that is
0: sir Patrick <laughs> what a, what Stewart. A <laughs> weird fucking thing the <laughs> latest and most popular tv show to hit the internet such a qualified <laughs> statement
1: sir patrick stewart stars in uh star trek picard uh i have watched all four episodes that are out uh to date and it's an eight episode season right i believe so okay so we're, we're halfway through so this is technically
0: we've... first half's part two yes if we're still calling it that so uh, we, we've i
1: think we've done enough of our kind of background of of, of star trek histories so we don't need to kind of delve into that too much to we did
0: a whole Dowzard on this didn't we when there was an when this was just an idea did we really i think we did one about because didn't i asked you what you made of picard not picard whatever his name is stewart coming out on stage and announcing this was a thing
1: oh you did you did yes yeah absolutely okay i remember now um but uh so, so now we're we're four episodes in uh
0: what's your take um i texted my brother after episode three Three words, and I texted him, "Is it crap?" Because <laughs> 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 I can't decide. Like I thought, episode one was pretty good. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> um, I thought episode one was pretty good, and then it seems like each time I watch a new one, it levels down a little bit for me.
1: See, interesting, because because I, I almost had, I've almost had slight, I, I've been a bit more up and downy on it the The first episode, it was like it was like, yay, Patrick Stewart, uh, Vineyard, uh, Fat Data, etc. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then I was I was kind of on board for it, but then it, it segued into the the whole uh, I want to call her Drash, but that's not right. Drage, 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 the the little little android chick data's data's daughter uh, stuff and then i was like oh great we're setting up the big peril again and because that's what i hated about discovery was it's just more peril and more you know let's go save the universe and, and i understand you know there's an element to that in, in star trek in general but and, and i know i was never going to get the thoughtful philosophical i think like i, I think I, I said to you i was never going to get the kind of like Picard's later years, like his memoirs in TV format, it was never going to get that. Even though, you know, I'm a tiny, tiny portion of the population who probably wants something like that. Uh, there was always going to be some action to it, but I was kind of hoping for uh, something. A, uh, uh, I don't know what I was hoping for, really. Yeah, if I'm honest. So I was always going to be a little bit disappointed. But when that really kind of took the, the wind out of my sails when that stuff started happening. And the Romulan death squad showed up with their, with their, their black uniforms and, the motorcycle, and helmets. motorcycle helmets <laughs> and the Kung Fu fighting. I was like, no, 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 I don't want this. Um, and so after the end of the first episode, I was like, Ugh, and didn't watch it for like until two days ago. I didn't watch any of the, any of the oh, other really? episodes until, yeah. So it was like two days ago. I was like, all right, I want to I want to get back to it and give it more of a chance, and uh, there are a couple of bits where, and and I was and, and I'm a total mark for for some of this the, this fan service stuff. So like the engage thing and the little hologram of the Enterprise, um, you know those sorts of things are like oh okay oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's 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 Star Trek again. Um, but then I've been I, I, yeah I've been very kind of up and down on it. The end of episode four I was. I wasn't. I wasn't paying as close attention to episode four as I would like to because I was kind of cooking while I was while I was uh, watching it. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough. I think I, I enjoyed episode three better than I enjoyed episode four. Um, I shotgun two and three, so two and three to me are, are a bit interlinked. Same, same. Um, I did exactly the same thing. I watched them back to back on like uh, a Thursday night or something.
0: Yeah, I think I think I actually I, did, I know I did exactly the same because I missed a week, so I didn't see two. I saw one. Before midnight on the day it launched because my I was staying at okay. my brother's and it turned out it was already on there. And we thought it was going on at midnight. So we started watching it at like 11.30. And then and then I missed a week. I must have been busy. And then I was back here for a week. And Thursday night I started watching the one thinking the new one was going to be out. But then actually both of them were out. And I was texting you, I think, wasn't I? I was just going to like, oh, I'm going to watch yeah. three as well. So I put those both together. I don't really remember it. The only thing I remember specifically is at the end of episode three – before they go off on the mission, and they started playing the next generation theme, they did. I wanted a puke. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see. I think I was a bit tired and still recovering from my stomach bug at that point. Because I was like, oh. No, for me it was just like, oh, do you haven't earned that? And it didn't fit. It remind. It actually to me it now, it sort of jarred me on how much it didn't fit. And I was just kind of like, oh yeah, don't be careful what you're touching on. I kind of liked in four. They brought back the OG. It- is it a bird of prey or is that Klingons? Warbird? Oh uh warbird yes yeah so someone's flying like a 100 year old ship but um yeah i thought it was kind of cool when it swung in i was like oh that's like Kirk. oh no shit.
1: no it, it wa it was a bird of prey they 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 mentioned it that, that like uh some you know uja muja blue had got a, a an old bird of prey and that was the it's a, i actually yelled at the screen uh, I'll, I'll step back for this uh, when they when they were talking about going to like free cloud and then they they mentioned. Uh, oh yeah,
0: definitely. we'll get back to free cloud. Okay.
1: And then they mentioned <laughs> when they were uh, the you know uh, Picard had sidetracked them to go to that Romulan planet where the where the flashbacks were from, where they'd resettled, and they were there were the the um, the Quisette Tatarek was there, and his. I thought uh, June. I thought June when
0: they kept buzzing with the words. The yeah. sisters. Yeah. yeah.
1: No kidding. Um,
0: and in the uh, dustiest but, but they, they, temple they of all time, with all its dust motes. Yeah just clean up your temple you've had 15 years
1: <laughs> seriously <laughs> but then they mentioned uh like like oh uh that's controlled by the something like I, I literally yelled at the screen this is not star wars <laughs> because it, it sounded like a star wars thing it's like it's like oh we're going to that sector now and ujumagoo the the you know the hut controls that and it's like ah, that 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 just that's what jarred me was like no, this is, this is the, you're not quite got this right. And, and it's, it's almost like the, the current producers and, and Alex Kurtzman in particular, it seems because he's the, the, the main link throughout all of these, just to me, just doesn't quite get Star Trek or, or wants Star Trek to be something that, that most of us who grew up watching the Berman, Brennan Braga, etc. era uh, really, really don't want.
0: Iris Stephen Bear is currently weeping in a corner somewhere for not being mentioned in the- a... <laughs>
1: as, 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 being, being hugged by Robert Hewitt wolf
0: Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, Michael Piller? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah,
1: laughs> I'm, I'm trying
0: to remember names from that DS9 documentary I watched. <laughs> um, I would agree that the people running Star Trek don't really understand Star Trek, and the people running Star Wars didn't really understand Star Wars. And I wonder how... why it's so difficult. When, when there's so much of it and it seems so simple. Yeah. You know, I don't it's know. interesting. Have you seen that Kurtzman is now. Because he's kind of left Star Trek already, even though his name's all over it. And he's going over to do a, um, a Silence of the Lambs type show called. I think it's called either Starling or Clarice. Hmm. No, I didn't see that. I forget who's playing Clarice Starling, but it's the Jodie Foster character from whatever. Yeah. And um, it's weird that the guy who did Hannibal. Was going to do discovery and then got booted. Oh yeah, and then and he he it's almost like um, Alex Kurtzman Kurtzman wants to go in and fuck up things that Brian Fuller wanted to do. <laughs> okay, that's nice of him. Because <laughs> of some licensing thing, he couldn't apparently use Clarice Starling in his Hannibal show. Oh, because the way the the because that character was packaged with the book and oh. the Hannibal series was based on the rights from like other books. So one studio had one thing and one had another or whatever. So interesting. Okay,
1: kind of like the whole uh, Paramount CBS Star Trek thing in a way.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which seems to be like Alex Kurtzman is the king of the weird rights issues dominated Brian Fuller pissing off series. He's <laughs> got like pictures of people in Hollywood or something. I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems is... to be. <sighs> yeah. I'm glad. I'm not glad you don't like it. I really wanted you to like. It. I really want everyone to like it. But I, I want it. I want to like it. I already feel like. Okay, simple question: Do you still watch Discovery? No, no, neither do I. So no. I, I no, never I, and I've got it. access to
1: it again now as well because I, I I watched the whole first season. We talked about it, and, yeah. I, and now I've got CBS All Access again, so I can watch Picard. And I haven't even thought about it until now going and looking at Discovery season two. I watched no. I, I, let me get that that, that straight. I, I watched one episode, the first episode of season, Discovery season two, and it was just like,
0: eh. I watched a couple of minutes at the start of it, and I was just like. I can't bear this. <laughs> it was just too much. Yeah. Just like, I, does the second series literally start and they're in a firefight and it's just like swinging around camera going like, oh, over here, oh but this is pod racing or whatever. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Spinning. I, that's a good move. You know? Yeah. It really was. Yeah.
0: I just couldn't, I just switched off and was like, nope. And Pete told me the story of it. He watched it all and basically taught the red angel and all the, whatever the fuck. Um, and and I saw I just, that trailer. I I
1: remember seeing that trailer, and I think it was when I was on my way back from uh, uh, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before. I was like at JFK, and I saw the trailer for for Discovery Season Two, and I was like, "I have no interest in this. This is not mm. what well, this is. This is not anything that I care about."
0: Okay, oh, I feel like we're being wildly negative, and that's a shame. But also, it's it's like, honest I, at least. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's true. I, I I feel like I'm watching something that. If it didn't have people in I liked and I wasn't curious to just know, but I suppose I could watch YouTube videos if I was desperate. I probably just wouldn't watch. Like I wouldn't have watched the end of Discovery if it hadn't been for you. No, no because it, I, it, actually we we were holding
1: one another, one another together. It was like it, yeah. with that because I, I yeah I, I was I'd completely lost interest in Discovery and I I did exactly what I did with uh, Picard and, and just shotgun a bunch of episodes before we had our last discussion and I was like yeah I'm not I'm, this hasn't hooked me like like, so recently I was uh, I was kind of struggling for something to watch and I stuck an episode of the Orville on and, and I have started just kind of casually watching the Orville again but even though I've seen most of the episodes a couple of times already because it's nice. it, it's, it, it's interesting to me and and I, I like those stories and when I saw that story about uh, Seth MacFarlane trying to and NBC trying to buy the rights to Star Trek I was like man I, I don't think that's going to succeed but man I hope it does because I think uh, we actually might Get something that resembles Star Trek again. Um, So, so the new Picard, uh, the way it looks is fine. I mean, it's it's visually okay, but like the ship that they're on, it's completely nondescript and indistinct to me. The way it looks from the outside and the inside, it 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 doesn't catch me with any of the. uh, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not appealed to to the way it looks the way the computers look fair enough. Okay. I like this and, shit, and the,
0: the, the, uh, the holographic I'm going to control it with the, my, yeah, that's kind of cool, minority cool.
1: reporting kind of type stuff. Yeah. It is,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but, and it's, it's kind of funny because this is almost what I've been asking for, for a long time, even since, since I started to become a little bit cynical about Star Trek, uh, in toward the end of the Rick Berman era with enterprise, it was mostly the theme tune for me that, that I'm um, look, looking, looking back. Cause that came out in what?
0: Oh, two. I remember recording I the first episode for Chris. So we still had sky and I think I was in living in the the one London house. So I'm going to say, yeah. Oh one. Oh two. Oh one.
1: Okay. okay. Oh one. Yeah. So yeah, it, it started in the U S at least, uh, in, in 2001. Um, and I think we got it like pretty much at exactly at the same time. Uh, September, yeah, think, yeah. September 26, 2001. Oh dear. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I was I was so pumped for, for, for a new show and because they they'd sold there was a video game before this came out called Star Trek, the birth of the Federation. And this was kind of the same idea. It was, you know, it's the, the start of, of things. And when it when it came around and it was like, oh, submarines in space, I'm not actually that interested in this. I want them to go further into the future.
0: Mm, that's always been your thing. It's
1: always been my thing. And, and now they've done that. And I, I kind of feel like I'm on no ground to to complain because uh, yeah, sure it all looks different, but it doesn't look different in the way I wanted it to look different. So I'm being kind of a complacent, entitled fan a little bit. Is what is 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 the instinct I'm I'm fighting um, because because I, I, it doesn't look like the uh, the the logical progression did in my mind right. where you know you had like the Enterprise E, uh, which everyone a lot of people hated, but I thought looked really cool. The big and long then, movies one. The yeah, one. big long stretchy one. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and then in uh, there's an episode of Voyager where the the Doctor gets um, uh, beamed or trans transmitted to a pro- prototype ship that Andy Dick's on, which is was a shame. Um, do you remember this episode? No, well I gave up watching <laughs> Voyager in like series two, so Andy Dick. And Andy Dick is is like the EMH Mark. Four or something like that. Was uh, he all fey okay about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course he was. It's Andy Dick. He has one note, um and uh, and they're on a ship called the Prometheus, and it's got like four oh cells. Really cool looking.
0: Sorry, <laughs> I'm just looking look, at picture of Andy Dick in a Star Trek uniform, but he's got like these big goggle eyes. Yeah. EMH Mark Two. Okay. Mark Two. Okay. okay. Oh god, he's still young at this point. He looks. Oh, he looks. Oh, he looks horrible. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, <laughs> but but I could okay, have closed this window. Of, Sorry, it's still there. And he's. Let me just screenshot. It. Yeah, let me screenshot this so you can see it in a minute. Oh, I just can't. I've got to close this post, window. Post it, post it in the chat. Oh, it's here. It's here, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah okay. Anyway, it, those kind of the, the designs of like the Enterprise E and the Prometheus promised a future that I liked the look of, and then we get to we get to kind of like the the late twenty ninth twenty nine hundred. So I guess it isn't uh, the late 30th century, wherever we are in, in, in Picard. And it just, it just doesn't speak to me visually. It's all dark. And there's a few too many lens flares and I can't really even make out the shape of the ship properly. And it's just like, uh, I don't like the way this looks. And I don't particularly like the way that the external shots, it's all kind of vibratey and stars flying past. And sure. It might be a bit more realistic than, than it once was, but it's still. Well,
0: there was a, shot in this one because obviously we used uh-huh. to always see yeah that... you just see the Andy Dick picture yeah oh the Andy Dick pic <laughs> <laughs> um uh, oh god I've just I've just laughed so hard I give myself a headache more Jack um I'm actually doing it folks <laughs> I can I can confirm oh right um I'm not going anywhere tonight it's this this <laughs> Saturday night I've got a few predictions about this show because I think they're really telegraphing where the storyline goes. You know the the lady from Daystrom who's clearly going to turn heel at some point? Yes. She was stood in front of a window and the, it would seem to be the, the view screen but it looked like it was just a fucking window. Yeah. And it looked like they were in like fucking Star Wars hyperspace? Yes, yes. Whereas traditionally you'd just see the stars going like whoosh, 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 whoosh. Exactly, the, yes, But this yes. was like full on hyperspace. We Is that a thing? Because I don't visually remember that from Star Trek
1: no it's not uh so the the closest that that they've come to it in my memory is uh uh to like the transwarp stuff in voyager where it's the borg technology but that's more that was more like a tube like a tunnel type thing um the internet yeah like yeah yeah, like a series of tubes (laughs) It, it, it was it wasn't a big truck um, <laughs> the
0: Borg with a big truck <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, no sorry This is a terrible joke But it, the truck pulls up And he's like All a Borg, <laughs> All a Borg. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well yeah There's that And, and I'm, I'm getting the feeling That the uh, That the sister Is going to turn face At some
0: point You know Oh um, you think The bad bitch the, Oh uh, the, the, I, I, um, I do The one who's reminding me Of someone I can't remember She was there When she was like Fuck, who is she reminding me of? I almost had it earlier on in this episode four. She goes like, "Well, I'm giving you a week, and then if it doesn't work out, I'm turning back to good old pain and violence or whatever." Yeah, yeah. And and she and, really and, reminded and, me of someone, but I can't think who it is.
1: Was... Oh, interesting. Okay, and, and I don't know what it is with this era of Star Trek as well, and having Romulans and Vulcans with their like scruffy beards and stuff, and, like yeah. the because the, the Spock I've, I've I've only seen screenshots actually, and maybe clips of the 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 Spock in uh, Discovery. And he's got Oh, a, yeah, a, he's a, super like, like emo. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And and this Romulan chap's kind of the same way. And uh, I, I don't Anyway, it's just a, a minor visual complaint.
0: Well, on that, why are some. So, okay, I, I might be able to answer this myself, but I'm a bit unsure. Romulus definitely been destroyed. Yes. And all that sort of stuff. But Vulcan hasn't been destroyed?
1: Because no, that's
0: in the Kelvin timeline. So, that, so that's... We, that's the destruction of Romulus is the point where the jump back happens and you get all the 2009 shit.
1: No, because this is in a different timeline than that. This is not in
0: the same timeline. Yeah, but that's the point at which the timeline forks off, isn't it? Diverges. Sure, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because yeah. that's the point where your bad guy from the first one goes back in time or whatever with his big ass Yeah, Carl Urban guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: With his yeah, claw ship. Sure.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it was um, it wasn't Carl Urban. It was the other dude. Carl Urban was in that though. He played Bones.
1: <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. No, it was um uh, yeah the, the... B- B- Eric Banner. Eric Banner. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: he was really all good as Bones, I got, actually. Oh my gosh, my Bones. <laughs> yeah, I lost a whole planet in the divorce. He played it super <laughs> south. I liked it. He was one of my favourite things in that actually. Um, yeah, me I can't remember, They he had a couple of good quotes in those ones. Corey, Leonard, Corey, Study my ass. was no, that bastard. Good God, man. Damn it, man, I'm a doctor, not a physicist. Are you out of your falcon mind? I got left to my bones. Should rewatch those. They're not good, but I'd like to They're not, them. They're not, they're not <laughs> good. They're not Star Trek, but they're they're okay. They're watchable. There's a lot of planets crashing into but, stuff. I was thinking about this the other day, and I can't remember what spurred this on, but I must have been watching some YouTube video there was a, a visual, someone showed the posters of the Star Trek films and I was thinking what a bad metaphor for the franchise was that Star Trek Into Darkness's poster was the Enterprise on fire crashing into the earth. <laughs> 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 you know, do you remember that? Do you remember how the poster yeah, was just yeah. the ship going down in flames? And I was just like, wow, uh-huh. what a what a strong visual metaphor for the franchise. It, re- it really was. Yeah.
1: Um, I actually had a, a – sorry, random sidebar. I, I, I had a, a little flight of fancy the other day thinking if Seth MacFarlane and, MB, and NBC were successful in buying Star Trek, I, I would love to see – even though they, they probably would have have to sacrifice the rights to this because it's a Fox show. I, I, in my mind, there is a scene where uh, – is it Gordon, the ER guy, um, the little ginger ER guy who's the oh, from in, in – the orville yeah where he's it's it's him and he's indignant about the fact that the orville is now a a ship in in this this federation thing and it's like wait we're supposed to call it the federation and not the union now and like all the substitute words that they use for like the star trek concepts in the orville get shifted over and everyone's having a hard time dealing with it
0: (laughs) you only need one episode where they change dimensions or whatever right exactly i'd like that I wonder if he'd do that. I wonder if he'd carry on with the Orville if he actually got Star
1: Trek. Uh, yeah, I doubt it, but I don't
0: know. It'd be weird to do it in parallel. Yeah, like one with Dick Jokes and one without. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you yeah can exactly. take your choice. Because it is basically just, like we've discussed, Not, it's just Next Generation, really, isn't it? Again, it is. just, Which is yeah, nice. it's just, yeah, just why I like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, what
1: were we talking about? Uh, Star Trek Picard.
0: Well, yeah, but what, where were we in that <laughs> when we got lost so, uh, to Divert again?
1: Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, uh romulus and the and and the, the, oh, the destruction the and where that kind of like shit. picks up yeah mm-hmm.
0: well because there doesn't seem to have been many the, the reason i asked rather is because there doesn't seem to have been many vulcans in this at all
1: i was thinking exactly the same thing when i was watching episode four yesterday i was thinking why 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 haven't we seen many vulcans it's kind of strange
0: because there's the leader or any i can think of there's the well no, isn't it that one? Because she can't be a Romulan. There's the pointy eared lady who seems to be running like Starfleet Security or Federation oh, Security. You're right, yeah. And she's all like, No, you will do this. And then she shows up wearing those big goggles in Japan or whatever. And she's yeah. like, No, you're gonna go off with them as well, or whatever. And mm-hmm. um it seemed like she is a Romulan agent, but she's either posing as a Vulcan or is a Vulcan? Something like that, yeah. And then there was the other lady, the the sister lady who who had her ears cut off or whatever, and was kind of like, no, I'm a hundred percent human, and I'm a super bad bitch, you know, like, yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I I, I don't know, a bit, a bit confusing, but I wondered if it was that like Vulcan had been destroyed a hundred years beforehand, and I don't know, I was getting confused, put it that way, but that's just yeah, me. I, I... I don't think so. I think at, the,
1: at some point they must uh, address that relatively directly or refer to it in some way that kind of uh, nods us in the correct direction for this. Mm-hmm. But no, no I, because it's it's Prime rather than Kelvin timeline, which I recently discovered. Well, not not that recently, but before Picard came on air, discovered Tomatis makes. I was thinking, oh, Prime is what they're calling the original timeline, but no, it's actually not. It's a it's a whole other timeline. So the original timeline from like next gen, it just doesn't exist anymore. Not on screen anywhere. what do you? So so the, the the timeline that Picard exists in right now, this prime timeline, is distinct from the next gen timeline. It's related but not the same. There's there's other things that have happened. So it's it's not the Kelvin timeline from the movies, but it's it's not the next gen timeline either. There's there's it's like something some hybrid of the two.
0: What did That's Bazzle. If I travel back to 1969 and I was frozen in 1967, presumably I could go visit my frozen self. But if I'm still frozen in 1967, how could I have been unthought in the 90s and travelled back to, oh, no, I've gone cross-eyed?
1: I suggest you don't worry about this sort of thing and just enjoy yourself. That goes for you all, too.
0: Yes. So you have, like, TV up to 2005 and then everything else is just like... Yeah,
1: and that's Prime. And then... and then the 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 set the in Kelvin is the movies where yeah. the the timeline was changed by uh i think it's yeah the timeline was changed by um uh, Carl Urban going back and
0: doing his whole business yeah 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 <laughs> he went back and he did his business on Vulcan you know
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> Etc. um okay so that to a degree that makes sense but also like whatever the fuck I don't know but that yeah. all sounds like it's contractual obligation to make it whatever do you so this is as a fan do you think if say this all gets undone because you know discovery is kind of messy and people don't seem to like it and Picard isn't as great as we hope maybe but if this all gets undone do you think it's a shame that they've kind of lost the ability to bring back? Picard in another way, in a better way. I do. Right, okay. I wonder whether yeah, you would yeah. already be there four episodes in or whether whether there was a hope that this thing could save itself. But I, I don't I don't know that there is. I mean it's fine <sighs> I'm not that yeah um yeah wedded too, I don't hate but... it as much
1: as I hate discovery uh, as I, as I really kind of genuinely dislike discovery and okay. and it's interesting, a bit of a sidebar but i i've been uh, i I liked a couple of Star Trek pages on Facebook and joined a couple of groups and it's 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 oddly polarized because there are people who are that kind of unapologetic fanboy slash girl fan person um who just like if it's got Star Trek on it, they'll like it. And then we'll, we'll kind of like uncritically defend it. And then anyone who kind of pushes back on that a little bit and says, you know, Discovery isn't that Star trek to me. It's like, oh, you just – you're alt-right. You hate the uh, – you know, it's, it's because it's SJW Trek and you just don't like it. It's like, no, actually, I quite like the, the inclusive nature of it. That's the whole point of Star Trek. But – I, what I don't like is is the style, you know. It's 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 purely a stylistic thing for me, and I don't like the continuing story and this this focus on battle and war and all that sort of stuff. That I just it's to me that's not Star Trek. the the actual the, the stuff that they they've included that is Star Trek is the stuff that they're claim a lot of those people kind of knee jerk claim. Well, if you if you don't like Discovery, then clearly you're just like an an alt alt right Trump tard type person i'm like not even slightly that's
0: really weird is discovery wildly social justice was it even when we were watching it it's had that levied against it yeah because
1: and, and i don't know who is 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 really levying those attacks against it because it makes no sense to me because a star trek has always been about kind of uh pointing a mirror back at society and saying hey, here's what's a little bit shitty and this is a, a future version of what we can do and, and how, how the human race can do better. It's mm. always been that. That was kind of Gene Roddenberry's original, you know, baked into the concept. So to, to kind of all of a sudden say that it's trying to further some liberal agenda makes no, no sense to me and and And, I did see a measure of that before discovery came out. They were like, "Oh, of course they've got a woman as the lead oh, of course they've got a gay couple and oh it's uh, and, and like all this kind of nonsense okay. so th- the people who are reacting now to 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 folks like me who might not particularly like discovery are probably reacting to a lot of that that sort of rhetoric that was around and probably is still around to a certain extent." uh, around discovery where people just kind of describe it as like SJW trick or whatever. Um, and, and, and so I can see where that response comes from, but that has nothing to do with my criticism about it.
0: I have seen that. I mean, Oh, I, I probably delve more into star Wars than I have Star Trek to be honest. So I've seen that with, um, uh, star Wars stuff where people have gone at like, yeah, uh, Kathleen Kennedy and la mm-hmm. Um, none of which I really agree with, and I'm not entirely sure that their arguments make any sense most of the time. But um, actually, we did a whole episode about that when we did the Last Jedi episode, didn't we?
1: Yeah.
0: I've never, I mean, I haven't gone deep enough to see that with Star Trek, but that's fascinating considering I've watched some of it and I don't really see that. I mean, I could see, and I remember that interview I think I sent to you where Picard was talking, not Picard, what's his real name? Patrick Stewart was talking about Brexit and and Trump and stuff. Yeah, yeah. um, I, as yet, I haven't really seen that overtly in the show. No, I
1: think the only thing, I mean, there's there's clearly some kind of commentary on on uh, refugees that might parallel the border crisis, yeah. quote unquote. Um, but it's and, not like punch you in the face. No, not at all. And and, and I do think that that, that interview was uh, supposed to be like a Fox News interview a little bit, maybe. Okay. Um, you know, the one that he kind of walked out, storms out of uh because that that it was it was very blunt it was it was very agenda driven so there's some commentary there but it's not like especially heavy-handed in my opinion i agree
0: no the only thing i wondered about was when they go to um uh, whatever the planet was called in this one where they had the the little town of Romulans and stuff. And there was like yeah, Romulans yeah. only. And then in the background, there was a sign that said no Romulans, even though yeah. almost everyone you saw there was a Romulan. Um, it, it, but it was very kind of like non-sci-fi city place. They seem to put yes. these people on little nowhere dust planet. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. But it seems a bit weird considering how futuristic it is. You'd think you'd rehome them somewhere with amenities, let alone, you know, they just seem to be in shacks and a lot of them seem to just be drinking. That said... It- yeah, which I think um, is we, about... Yeah. Sorry, go, go ahead. No, we'll come back to it, but I want to talk about drinking and smoking in the 24th century in a minute. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Well, no, I, I think I think that the, uh, putting them in in somewhere that, that has that style is is almost a visual indicator of how much of a clusterfuck the resettling was, which is, you know, the whole thing is that they they wanted to resettle them and they could only get a small, popu- uh, small amount of them because the Federation withdrew right. their support. So I think that's kind of meant to be a visual metaphor for that almost it says, you know, we they, they wanted to resettle them, but the only place we could find them was dust planet.
0: Fair enough. That, actually, that does make a lot of sense, because that's what they were legit angry about in the thing, wasn't it, about being abandoned. What do you make of that in terms of the the Federation? This is just me interviewing you now, because you your opinion matters more than me, because I don't really have one. Um, the Federation being all like, uh, you know episode one where he goes and he does that Fox News interview and stuff, and he's kind of like, they abandoned them, We t- people, whatever. So... My initial response to it was very,
1: very negative, because in my mind, the Federation is this is this kind of like enlightened organization that that has this set of values that are kind of almost uncompromisable. Uh, and, and and the thought of it uh, it having gone to that point where it's made a, a bad decision, a seemingly bad decision, uh, is is kind of disturbing for someone who enjoys Star Trek as this piece of speculative fiction that kind of shows a potential of a better tomorrow, this almost kind of utopian fiction. Um, and that's kind of what I want Star Trek to be. I, I think it's more realistic to, to, to give it some praise. I think it's more realistic to, to, to think that there are ebbs and flows, uh, just like there are in our time, where there's a certain ideology that maybe gets a foothold at a certain point that's more insular or protectionist and and these are the results of that and then it kind of comes back out of it. it's more cyclical than it is this kind of static uh, almost unchanging base of morality that, that that seemed to be present in a lot of but not all the Star Trek that that's preceded this you, you do get the, the, the like the, the little periods with like the Ronnie Cox Admiral uh, Jellico, and, and
0: uh, do you remember that? Oh, where he had a, was he the one with the big beard? Uh, no, is that not Ronnie Cox?
1: No, no, maybe maybe he was in, in that. Maybe he's been in a couple times, but he takes over from Picard. Uh, I think it's
0: no. I'm thinking of. Um, sorry, I'm confusing it because they're both in RoboCop. Ronnie Cox is the old white-haired dude, and I'm thinking yes. who was the dad in that '70s show?
1: Red Foreman was the name of the character. Uh... Uh yeah yeah him shit why can't I remember his name I know exactly who exactly you're talking about Can
0: you fly, Bobby? Anyway, he played a, a an alien president of the Federation in the movies who had like a long beard and a big. Hair.
1: And then he was also a deranged captain of a timeship in an episode of Voyager or a couple episodes of Voyager.
0: Kurtwood Smith. His name is Kurtwood. Kurtwood
1: Smith. Smith. Of course it is. Good job. um That sounded really patronizing and condescending. It wasn't intended to be. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> Good Thank job, you. Job, little boy. Um. So, so uh side-tracking slightly again, because uh, you know it wouldn't be camp if we didn't. Those, two, I think it's a two or three parter of a Voyager with Kurtwood Smith in, and he's this this captain of a, a a ship that is able to affect small events in the timeline that changes history, and their ultimate goal is to fix fix history so that their empire doesn't get wiped out and like his his family doesn't get doesn't get killed or or whatever um and that's they're, so they're constantly trying to manipula- manipulate time and Voyager's like some kind of anomaly that throws them off because they're doing some temporal experiment or something like that on on there okay. maybe it's maybe it might be kes's fault a lot of stuff's kes's fault at that point um Kes.
0: Is that just before and, they kill her off
1: yeah uh and then um and so, so they're, they're constantly like shifting time and changing changing and great civilizations come and go because they're changing time and he's like this kind of obsessive guy. And there's a, a movement on the ship that wants to kind of end this, this constant cycle. But it's really, it's a really fun, fun couple episodes actually. But anyway, uh, going back to the kind of point of, uh, there have been aberrations where people have like kind of lost sight of the, of the, the Federation creed or mission or, 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 uh, you know, ethos. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and then, you know, whole, whole things like section 21, which, this new Star Trek seems to be completely obsessed with yeah, they really uh, this, this had this kind of black ops subdivision of, of, of Starfleet, um, which we talked about in the discovery stuff. And, and so, so there are bits where, where it's not quite like that, but but it really does seem like the entirety of the Federation has shifted to be this, this different thing than it was in the time when Picard was the captain of the enterprise. And, and while I can, While I can laud them for doing that, and it's kind of, it's it's almost a kind of a brave thing to do, it's it's still not the Star Trek that I want to see, and and uh, you know uh, that it is what it is, which is a horrible, pointless phrase, but you know it's 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 not quite what I want out of Star Trek.
0: I get that. No, that's fine. I got. En-
1: uh, there's there's enough of this this kind of like semi dystopian, real gritty stuff going on that I, I, it would be a breath of fresh air to have uh, something that was more like next gen. The Orville.
0: The Orville, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I uh, I mean, I'll probably end up watching the rest of it, um, unless I just get busy and can't be fucked. But I'm the the the, the first shot had that. You know, when you saw the. Enterprise D? Yes. Of that first episode where you saw it swing in and it was rendered in this like beautiful skyscape and it had the the sort of modern CGI. And it kind of swooped underneath and I was just like, ooh, okay, maybe we've yeah. got something here. I had hope from that first shot. And I feel like there's just something that's happened as it's gone along and it just seems to be less and less. like It's getting smaller when it should be getting bigger and it seems yeah. to be telegraphing all of its bullshit way out. Like the mm, captain of that ship's totally gonna die, but they'll keep all the oh, fucking yeah. holograms. Yep, yeah, um, yeah. Yep, yep. uh, the 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 girl, the doctor's either an agent or she's gonna turn heel for some reason. Uh, the I don't or think... she'll say,
1: or, or she'll say, I'm supposed to turn heel, but I now believe in your mission. Oh Something yeah, that'd like be that. nice,
0: like a double turn. Yeah, type. yeah, yeah. That'd be nice.
1: The um, I want to call her Raff, but I don't think that's quite right. Is it? Oh, Raph? the new
0: first officer. I was going to ask what you make of her.
1: Yeah. I, I quite like her uh, she's she's feisty and 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 like independent i quite like that she's going to almost die
0: all the time right okay <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> i hadn't really i hadn't really considered her in the scope I, she is actually one of the few things i like because yes. she in a world where you could go like literally i think one of his um his vineyard romulans said it, like, you mean slave oh. people is romulan slave people yeah um is irish romulan slave people why is she irish um and why was the emh That's irish too you had scenes back to back where people oh, were I doing irish know. accents yeah you had an a legit you had a legit irish accent and then you had you had someone yeah and you're just like don't yeah. put those together that doesn't work at all um i noticed we haven't seen that emh after that uh, that episode actually but because you had two he, well, more he, holograms in this one didn't you he said he was an
1: E-N-H. Uh, it took me a second oh, to realize he? that. He was an emergency navigational hologram. Oh. Great. Or maybe there's both. Maybe there was both. Because he was, he did take there's, the piece of metal out of him. Never mind. There's the Jason Momoa
0: one. Yeah. Who's like, all like, I'm Spanish and I'm smoking and I've got tattoos and I'm going to run the thing. Who came back at the end of this one. You've got the, what was he called? The hospitality one? Yes, it was who was sh- like the hollow suite? Who showed Picard around his office again, because, so they can keep yeah. that set, which I thought was <laughs> beautiful <laughs> production. Because they've got to build the fucking vineyard, yeah, of course, you know, because to make it look nice. And it's like, yeah, we're just going to carry on using this for the rest of the show now as a hologram. And you're just like, oh, well done, because that set cost a lot. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, I thought that was kind of cute. And then they had that whole meeting in the in the set, and I was just like, I see what you're doing mm-hmm. here. You you you've done this is good. Um, uh, what would you call it economic production <laughs> yeah it is yeah it's very clever um sorry but raffi the point that i like her is um that she shows like sorry the, the romulan says it doesn't he's like why don't you call uh give me some characters from next generation i can't remember anyone
1: oh uh like uh like laforge and yeah why don't you call um, yeah no yeah, he says yeah.
0: laforge because he pronounces it, it really weird La Forge, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, why don't you call La Forge? Why don't you call um, uh, Jonathan Frakes? Why don't you call Troy? Should be useful. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> why don't you call all these people? And he's like, How no. are
1: feeling about the destruction of the galaxy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you make of Stephen Merchant killing all those people on Mars? <laughs> <laughs> um, it really did look like Stephen Merchant. It was like fucking Stephen Merchant came out and went blip, blip, bloop and killed everyone. Um, he did. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, I like the fact that she shows a, a, a world beyond what we've seen. Yes. You know, she kind of shows that there was a life after the show and she was his next first officer and there was, it just expands it a little bit. And they bring her in with history and like she's the only one who has some sort of like created um, uh, and almost believable gripe, even though she immediately goes, okay. fine, I'll do it. But like when she shows yeah, up, yeah, she's yeah. pissed off at him of, as, at, uh, about a thing we didn't really see. Mm -hmm. you get that one flashback, and I kind of dug that. I kind of dug that she came in with some believability around it. Um, Have you seen anything about the comics? No. So apparently there were some comics that came out before the show called, I think it was called Countdown, Star Trek Picard Countdown or whatever. And she was introduced in those comics in either around the time of the Romulan uh, pop. Sure. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) Pop that's that's not a that's not respectful for a death of millions um supernova yeah the, yeah she was introduced around the time of, this comics are set around the time of the romulan supernova and pop. um pop and uh and she uh, <laughs> i was trying to do that so i can edit it <laughs> um and and so they're aboard the Probably not the Enterprise or whatever, but they're a ship, right. and you know they're they, that's set in the time when she's the first officer. She was in that, and that's kind of the gripe and stuff. So some of that exists if you want to know, it, but you don't need to know it. The first time you're introduced is that flashback where it's like, you know, they're firing you, and I'm leaving, kind of thing. Yeah. And then she goes and lives out of the rocks and smokes and grows her weed. Well, Which she doing. Vape. She, she vapes, was doing. Yeah. Yeah, she vapes, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So yeah. I wanted to get to smoking and drinking and swearing. A lot of people yes. swear in this.
1: Well, it seems like this, they've got a quota. It's like a okay. couple an episode, okay. At most, it seems. Because no, the, the, the first one was was uh, was like the head of Starfleet or whatever, and it's like the fucking hubris or whatever she says. Yes, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's uh, being like, oh, we're doing we're doing that, like we're doing discovery, are we? Okay, all right. I fucking love science or whatever that
0: lady said in her uh, yeah.
1: math. I believe it was. I fucking love math. Tilly, I want to say Tilly.
0: I don't know. It feels so long ago, but she was like one of my favorite oh, characters in that thing.
1: She, absolutely. She was, she was my favorite character in the whole of that discovery. The whole of that uh, discovery. Mm. <laughs> All of that discovery. <laughs> you
0: know, that discovery. Two old men talking about um, Star <laughs> Trek. In my day, Star Trek were fighting Gorns. Um, no, and then you've got uh, people smoking cigars on the yep. fucking bridge or the whatever, and everyone's drinking like whiskey or the all or the bar or like i don't know i just there seems to be a lot of drinking and smoking and like trying to make it just a little bit edgy and i it doesn't yeah. really work
1: for me at all not no it doesn't work for me either um in the context of uh, like the romulan planet uh, fine to D- mm-hmm. do it they're, they're down and out they're depressed
0: that's yeah, the kind fuck of have what they even got there? agriculture
1: exactly you know it, it does yeah they're gonna grow some more dust uh yeah. But yeah, so, so it makes sense in that context. Dust farmers. <laughs> like Cletus from The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it makes sense in that context. Just like in, in back in the day, you know, they would go to like, uh, uh, I don't know, some, some kind of, uh, help me out here, like a, uh, Ferengi type place or something like that like you could um, you could see in the background of Quark's bar almost you know there's a lot of drinking going
0: on and yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and yeah. Ma- maybe not so much smoking but maybe maybe there's a you know opium den in the back or something like you know like Romulan opium
0: yeah and Quark's old school uh, Romulan opium den <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing I remember that Morn is yeah. back there being all like oh and then he tries to get handsy with everyone especially <laughs> Julian Bashir <laughs> <laughs> I told you no, Morn. Morn was so jealous of Garrick. Oh, of course he was. (laughs) I'm your handsome with (laughs) you.
1: It's the only time he talks.
0: Yeah, it's the Um, only time he talks. He just says violent sexual things about you. (laughs) 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 To anyone who will listen. And Odo's like, stop it, (laughs) Morn. Don't make me put you in the clink. (laughs)
1: Did I ever tell you he was genetically enhanced?
0: I do know. Let's not get
1: into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so in that context, yes, uh, it, it makes sense. But yeah, on, on like the bridge of a ship, no, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Oxygen-rich environment.
0: I can, <laughs> right, good,
1: good point. I can kind of, I can kind of accept it out of uh, Rafi and and when she's, which you know, that's a, I, I don't know why they, I don't know where they get the names from because Rafi to me is just that um children singer. <laughs> oh, is there children singer Raffi? There is, yeah. He does like yeah. um like covers of Beatles songs and stuff of uh, toddlers. Anyway. Uh, it is. Uh, uh yeah, so I can say like even went in her kind of little little like hermit den, sure, why not? Fair enough. Um but you're right, it's not part of the of the, the aesthetic that I, I particularly want. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It Feels out of place feels feels kind of like oh look at dust, you know we're we're kind of it's like the the edgy kid from high school's taken over Star Trek and kind of wants to sh- shove it in your face that that smoking and drinking etc.
0: Yeah, it just I don't know it just seems the whole thing like we've we've said a couple of times already just just seems ever so slightly just kind of off. Mm. You know, like like you said earlier, like they don't quite understand what they're playing with. Yeah. And it's weird to level as a – I'm not even a fan, but as fans to level that against someone to say they don't understand what they're playing with when they literally define what it is. But it all just seems so kind of like, ah, oh, you're a near miss. Like you've just – you've kind yeah. of – it's Star Trek-like product, you know? Like And that's – it's kind of – we're in the worst era for that where it's kind of like – was it Mike who said about on the RLM, said about the um, Last Jedi being the most saleable version of the last, I think Jedi, so, or the most, yeah, most yeah. economically viable version of it, and it feels like we're kind of in that. It's like they're not really just making the thing that would work, they're kind of making the like bringing in these elements that, like, oh, this tests well, and people like that, and whatever the fuck, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, I, I agree. It, it is, and, and actually, kind of, they, they don't quite understand what they're playing with. That That's probably the best way i've heard it put because yeah it is almost like they're 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 trying to play jazz piano on 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 a keyboard but they've got it stuck on the harpsichord setting and it doesn't sound right
0: wow star trek playing jazz on a harpsichord if there is a harpsichord version of um of any of the star trek theme tunes yeah if that's on youtube it's right under us right now um (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a shame. It's a shame, and it's a shame that it's a shame to me. But I wondered more for you as a fan that you only really get one go at bringing back a beloved character. Yeah. Without having to, unless they, you know, Ujima flip their way out of this story to to bring him back in a different way. But I think he's quite. This is the story essentially he wanted to tell because he's quite involved in it, isn't he, Patrick Stewart? Yeah, yeah. That, he's The exact exact producer. Yeah, that you only get one chance to do that. And they've done it, and it's not very well. Good. I don't know. I, I, I want to. I, I wouldn't quite go that far
1: yet because that it feels like they're really only just getting into the story. That this is a lot of this has been set up, and right. we're and we're kind of we're kind of delved into the whatever this. Uh, what do they call it? Like research station one, or whatever they they, they keep calling the, the big the, ball cube that all the Romulans rec, are on.
0: Reclamation site, or whatever.
1: Yeah, the reclamation site. Um, I. I I don't know what, I don't know where they're going with that. And, and it actually, it it started to grate on me in episodes probably three and four where it just felt like they were going back to it too much. And like you said, they're telegraphing things way too much. I feel like they could go to, they could go over there once an episode for two minutes and that would intrigue us enough to, to, to kind of make it more interesting. I think they're going over there and we're seeing far too much of, of that right now. I think they, they should have teased it out a bit before. And, and you know, the a lot of that revelation or exposition gets done when picard eventually gets there which is going to happen you know
0: that's very true actually because even like as a narrative format we've been jumping around and not like if if it's it's star trek picard right so he should be our through it all yeah and and he's just not we're kind of seeing all this stuff he doesn't even fucking know about he doesn't know about other cyborg i don't even know what should be at this point
1: other well they keep referring to them as synthetics which is new Cause it was Android in and TNG, but yeah, I guess she's not really a, an Android because she's was Data an Android? Data was an Android, yes. So he
0: was all, yeah, he was all artificial. Correct. Whereas this is like flesh and blood. Yeah, 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 okay.
1: Yeah, because like, like the uh, potentially heel turn scientist laughs in his face when he says that when when he first goes, he's like, "Can you make?" Oh, and I, his voice bugs me in this. I know, I know, he's he's kind of ancient, but it almost feels like he's playing it up a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, don't know whether yeah. he is or not because I've seen him in interviews and he sounds more like the the a very slightly older version of of uh, Patrick Stewart than than he's playing in this. And I know he's supposed to be super old, but it does kind of feel like he's watching a bit of a voice on, and I, it's, it grates a little bit.
0: I think he spent a few too many years playing um, Professor X, mm, probably, and so you're getting a little bit of that because in he in uh, uh, Logan he does that. And it's mm. all wispy, kind of like Logan, you know. Yeah, and I he was the only thing I enjoyed about that movie. <laughs> Sounds like Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> I, uh, uh, <laughs> yes, I could see that. Actually, actually, in a way, if they had done, um, what was the last terrible movie called where they had young Star Trek? No, not young Star uh, Trek. Young Picard. I like the beats and shouting. No, no, the the uh, of the next gen ones where they had. Oh, uh... That was all uh, fucking Romulans as well, wasn't it? They had a Romulan clone insurrection? of...
1: Insurrection? Was it? No. Was it Insurrection, or was it there's... With the shin's on. Uh, it's, um... It's what's-his-name, isn't it? It's, uh... uh Tom Hardy, it's, wasn't it's, it? It's, it's Tom Hardy, yeah. Yeah,
0: but if that had been uh, any Redmayne, it probably would have been better. Nemesis? That's a terrible Nemesis. Name. Yes, it is. Star Trek Picardy. Hardy, get it? Uh... uh, uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm just gonna have a little bit more Jake Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I, I mean, if if we want to like start summarising, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not completely negative on it. Ooh. It might sound like it in general, but I, I yeah, I feel like we've come I off have, quite negative
0: actually.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I have a, I have more hope for this than I ever did for Discovery, and and I think it's gonna be it's Ooh. gonna be good uh, to have. Um, it's it's going to be good to see how it plays out and whether they handle this story in a way that that is kind of satisfying okay. uh, what i really don't want them to do and I, I i i think they might because i i believe this has already been renewed for a second season
0: it has i was going to mention that actually because you can you do you do even if this one's a bit of a hodgepodge because i believe they lost a showrunner and then they gained one. They lost another one. So I think they had three showrunners yeah. in a single series. So if it's a bit of a hodgepodge because of that, they, there is a second series. So they do get another bite of this where they could, yeah. you know, change some of it. Um, which, which
1: arguably, arguably speaking, so did discovery. Um, and, and, from what I've seen from some of the, the, the little clips that they've tried to change it up and, and, and even, I think they even ripped off a scene from the Orville, cuz it maybe just in just a teaser there's a scene where they're all in in an elevator and and like something funny quote unquote happens like someone sneezes or something and i'm like i'm pretty sure they had like a recurring elevator bit in the orville where the the one guy with the big head is like, yeah. like wants
0: him to to put music in or there whatever.
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah cuz didn't he have a, like a cold or something i did see this it was all cut real fast yeah like cool music and then it was just like whatever or like
1: or
0: whatever you know like yeah but, but see I, I
1: want to agree with you but i'm kind of thinking am i mixing that scene that i saw from discovery and the orville now no that was know. definitely like, like, like remember remember the uh when we did the discovery episode and and you inserted yaffet oh, the, the normal the McDonald character the blob into <laughs> into discovery yeah, because I remember, remember. I'm worried about doing that.
0: I remember it being a bold idea to have this blob character who wanted to fuck the doctor
1: <laughs> in this like
0: quite serious show. I do remember that. Yeah, because yeah. I just I combined them completely. Um, no, that was that was definitely in a trailer, and I'll try and find a clip of it maybe because um, this okay. is going to. Excuse be- me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Linus, you okay? You look a little. Oh. Yes, I hear it's going around. Bless you.
1: I think they've they've completed season two and season three is about to drop at some point.
0: Oh, was it the end of. Do you, do you know what happens at the end of series two then? Because mm. this becomes my next question. So. I'm bothered to look. The Orville. Spoilers? Are you talking about the Orville or Discovery here? Discovery.
1: Discovery, okay, because you said the Orville. <laughs> A second ago. It's Jack Daniels talking, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, no 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 go ahead. That's fine.
0: Don't go. Right, ahead. so spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um the from what I understand, the Orville No. the, the, the what's the ship called? Is this ship Discovery. just called Discovery? Okay. Yes. It's the Jack Daniels everyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 we just have another I just need a sharpener here of Jack Daniels. <laughs> this is <laughs> This is legit, by the way, people. I've drunk. Look how far I've got down this bottle. Uh, where was it before? About here. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> um, I'm actually quite enjoying it. I Might quite carry on drinking it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I've got so much Jack Daniels so, around this house. I keep finding bottles of Jack Daniels as I'm tidying up. I'm up to like 14 bottles of Jack Daniels I've found so far. Geez. This is every birthday and Christmas that my mother's given me a bottle of Jack Daniels. It's just got put somewhere. Um, the end of Discovery season two. Two. So it gets transported into the future. The Orville gets transported into the future. <laughs> the, the Orville, the Star Trek Orville gets transported into the future. And I don't know if it if it goes beyond the... <laughs> the, the, the I don't know if it goes beyond the next generation or when it goes to. But okay. I think this is how they're going to write it out of, like, to make everyone happy that out, this couldn't out, exist out. before. Yeah. It's the only one, and we'll never make one again because the Spore drive is all murdering people or whatever. And they shoot it way into the future. So my next question was going to be, at some point in this fucking Star Trek Picard do you think the fucking disco shows up? Maybe.
1: I think they'll lose everyone if they do. Not everyone, actually. That's, 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 that's an overstatement. I think they'll lose a significant portion of people if they, if they try and
0: meld all this together. That's everyone. when everyone goes like, fuck it! You know, and just... Yeah. Because I, I worry, as I, as I get l- less interested in it, I worry if we're skewing more towards a Star Trek Discovery type thing yeah with it and i i don't know if that ship can rock up i don't know where it got transported to and i haven't actually seen it this is literally what pete Dolmy told me down the pub when he told me the story of star trek um so it's second or third hand at this point but um that's i know that's what happens and i'm a bit kind of like about where we get with that but
1: did they get transported to the future in the mirror universe because the end of season one they get they were flopped into the mirror universe, right?
0: No, they came back. They had the whole extra episode, didn't they? After they came back, because I thought we were done at the end of the mirror universe bit. But then there was oh, that you're right, you're right, where they had to go to Klingon and, and whatever. Hang on, let me let me quickly bring Cronus. up uh, what do I call it? Klingon. Klingon. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek
1: Orville. Um, while you're looking while you're looking at that, fun little sidebar. So I, I recently um, installed a, an add-on from uh, for Firefox that's like one of those things where it's got panels for, for different websites and you can put a different image for each of the websites. There's like a start oh, page, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a blank uh-huh. page. Yep. Because I don't really like the default one. Um, and uh, our time card system at work is called Chronos, so I've got the Klingon Empire logo as, as my
0: link to that. Is that the the three-part red... The, yeah, with the spike in... And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. Ba- that's metal. Oh, it's good. This was written by Alex Kurtzman, so you're going to be really happy with this. Um, two-part finale, series two of um, Star Trek Orville. Uh, Discovery. I know, folks, I'm not that drunk. Um, Discovery escapes the rendezvous with the Enterprise. blah, 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 blah. T- uh, Tyler retrieves the Klingon fleet to retrieves the Klingon fleet? How can one person do that? Anyway, blah blah blah, section 31,
1: blah blah blah. This exa- in exactly the same way that a Klingon death ship can shoot light across the universe and they all see it simultaneously. They don't understand physics in
0: this universe. Good. That's true. That happened in, I remember that. The crew of the Enterprise tell Starfleet the Discovery was destroyed in battle. Oh no, wait, I've missed a line. Burnham travels to the past and sets the five signals that lead to this point. <sighs> That was the yeah. Red Angel shit. It turned out the Red Angel was her, um, even though it didn't look like her when you saw it. I remember Pete telling me that. She then sets a sixth for Discovery to follow as she travels forward over 900 years and promises to, promises to set a seventh when they arrive. The crew of the Enterprise tell Starfleet that Discovery was destroyed in the battle and are ordered to never speak of it or the crew again.
1: Are <laughs> you <laughs> Are you serious?
0: Yeah, this is literally what this is, this it says on onion. Wikipedia. This is the onion. On on Spock's recommendation to prevent another incident like Control, I don't know what that means. Um, control is capitalized, so Control must have been something. Oh, hang on a minute. This, the, the end of the episode 12, the Section 31 fleet... Soon arise, forcing Pike to order Discovery to be destroyed uh, to keep the sphere away from control. Control must be something in this series. I don't know what control I, is. I, I wonder if control is
1: is is like the uh, is is control of Section 31's like command.
0: No, I don't know the way that to, to prevent another incident like control. No, oh, never mind. Con- Whatever. Control sounds like a computer went haywire or a fucking robot thing i don't know and then it says Ty- which one was tyler who was tyler he was the wasn't he the one
1: who it was ash tyler wasn't he the one who was like transmuted into a uh
0: oh the klingon uh, who was, became oh, a human not yeah yeah right the sex slave of what's her face yeah exactly right tyler is placed in command of section 31 because they've got such a hard-on 31 uh months later the Enterprise detects the seventh signal as it begins a new adventure.
1: Uh control was section thirty one's threat assessment system. It was an
0: AI basically. Oh so it was a computer thing, okay, okay. Yeah. Sounds this sounds like a load of old bollocks. I'm glad I didn't see this. It really does. Good grief. But wait, so am I right in saying or did she go ahead in time? She she must have took the ship with her. She sets a sixth for discovery to follow as she travels forward over 900 years and promises to set a seventh when they arrive.
1: When they arrive, okay. So are they they not actually arrived yet and that's going to be the start of season 3? I don't know. <laughs> so if she goes forward 900 years, then she's leapfrogged Picard. That's true because she's, got, she's gone to like the 32nd century or something.
0: Yeah, so they're way Yeah. Okay. And this
1: is the thir- I think I think I think Picard takes place in is it 2499?
0: Uh, you know what? I screenshotted something to ask you earlier on. Give me one second. Yeah, I was going to. This was about the Vulcan thing because I looked up the dates of things. So Vulcan was destroyed in 2258. Um, Romulus was destroyed in 2387. And we're okay. about 15 years after that, aren't we? So we're in the 2390s. Okay, 2390s. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I. D- right. Yeah. Um, y- yeah, I, I don't really know what's happening with Discovery, but I yeah, they can't rock up if they're. Unless they're literally traveling through time, you know, wherever they want to drop off then. But I, 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 yeah, I worried that they were going to try and unify these two things. It just seems a bit kind of like, for you more than anyone else, because you've got it all on CBS. All access. You know, yeah, there you go. um, That these shows could be bedfellows. Yes. Whereas over here, actually, it makes even less sense because Amazon have oh, got one yeah. thing and Net- Netflix have got the other. Right. And um, that actually brings me to an interesting point
1: as well, because when we were discuss- discussing this and kind of like the, the quote unquote success of, of this relaunched Star Trek franchise, um, you mentioned something. And I, and I think I agree. I just kind of wanted to bring it up that, that their big buck has with this has been the sale of the property or the broad- broadcasting or whatever that is rights to Netflix and Amazon.
0: Um, I believe Netflix paid almost outright for the first series of Discovery just by licensing it. Right. Because they wanted it, because they would bring all the fans with it, because they have, I don't know if they have it there, but they have all the other Star Treks here. Yep, they do, yeah. So they had all the other ones, and they're like, hey, you know what's better than all the old Star Trek? It's new Star Trek. Load a new a new load of new bollocks you can yeah. have. Um, and so they I believe just to, to have the rights to show that internationally, that covered the bill for the first series entirely. Which is That's why awesome. they were so hacked off with what it became. Right, yeah. Because okay. that you know, sense. basically everyone didn't want it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll ever see this, but I would be really interested to know the numbers uh, and figure out what proportion of 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 the revenue, you know how much they've made out of this with the CBS All Access subscriptions in comparison to the licensing costs plus whatever chunk of the fees or whatever that they get, which I doubt it's probably anything. It's probably just a licensing thing from Netflix and and now Amazon with uh, with with Picard, because I think you're right. I think I think CBS All Access is kind of a non-starter, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it kind of go go the way of 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 other failed starting streaming streaming services in in not yeah. terribly long and, and you know hulu buys it or something like that and it all rolls into to, to that something or, or something
0: hulu's disney
1: isn't it i think hulu's a disney property now i think it is now because it was it was fox and nbc before that but now uh, nbc I, can't, I believe so i could be wrong about that but i I, I, cause I seem to remember seeing nbc shows on there but i think they've i think they've taken a step back and it's it's mostly fox and disney now but then you know where does that fit with disney plus
0: the, i, I could answer this so oh, disney plus is intended to be entirely family friendly pretty much all pg okay so all the slightly kind of like oh we can't really this is a bit fighty you know the idea that hulu is going to be the second string to that mm-hmm. they were like with all the abc type shows and all the fighty punchy stuff is so everything that can't necessarily fit the vision or the um the style of what they're trying to do with Disney Plus, which is like, hey, it's all your Marvels, it's all your princess movies, it's all your National Geographic stuff. But yeah. The kids, you know, the nothing the kids can accidentally go, oh, murder, you know. Sure. Um, so that all that stuff's going to Hulu. So I think when Disney get the rights back for the Netflix Marvel shows, yeah, they would go to Hulu. Interesting. I see that makes sense. So Hulu becomes this second string, more adult streaming service that's about that. I wouldn't be surprised if they changed the name at some point, you know, Disney after dark. Oh, from Hulu. <laughs> from <who? laughs> yeah. Um, I don't okay. know what this means in terms of, cause I, I was looking into this cause I, I wonder about all this stuff that's going to end up ghettoed to Hulu internationally. Hmm. Because I don't know what happens to all the shows that end up on Hulu for us. I, I, right, mean, I don't know how I, we get those. Exactly, because
1: Hulu is a, a US-only platform, or at least US and Canada, probably. I'd say. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of interesting. Because what, what, where did um, Handmaid's Tale end up over there? Channel Four. That's a Hulu. That's a Hulu show that's never, never, at least as far as I know, been shown on broadcast TV. Here,
0: <clears throat> I believe I knew that, and I'd forgotten all about it. But yeah, so there's a few like that. So next season of The Orville's going to be like that. Which I think is because they can't patch it into any Disney-owned channels. I feel like FX would be a good place for it. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think Disney got FX. Or did they not? That's a Fox channel. I don't channel. think it was part of the deal. It's a Fox huh. channel, but Fox kept Fox. They kept Fox News. They kept Fox. They kept the broadcast Fox. Yeah, so oh, which okay. is why Fox is one of the reasons they. So Disney bought the studio, and um, so they get the production arm but I don't think they got any broadcast. Ah, uh, I see. I get it. Okay. So And so, uh, let's say, I don't know where they're going to carry on showing The Simpsons, but it, if Fox keeps The Simpsons, which I believe would make good business sense and I believe is happening, um, uh, the production of The Simpsons effectively moves under Disney because they own the the, the factory.
1: But they license the but broadcasting to They Fox. license
0: the broadcast and probably yeah, keep yeah, the stream. Interesting. Okay. So, well, yeah, it's all so there's the, a lot of shows like this. But because of the sale, this was why Fox were re, sort of reconfiguring Fox, um, the the channel Fox, around uh, sports and things mm-hmm. like that. Because they knew they were going to sell off all the fucking stuff, and they didn't want to show um, narrative anymore. You know, because they were going to sell that whole arm. So that's one of the reasons they got into bed with the WWE and show SmackDown. Okay. And stuff like that, and um, they also have FS One, I believe, is their sports channel. Yeah, Fox, sports, Fox channel.
1: sports One or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it used to be Fox so, Sports uh, Net, but yeah, it's Fox Sports One, I believe. Yeah.
0: So a lot of that crap. One of the big dick swings they had, and this is why the WWE made so much licensing money off of it, was that like they wanted um, live content, and SmackDown is a couple of hours a week, sure. and uh, whatever the hell else they've got in there, and they've got all the um, they show Monday Night Football, don't they? And I think oh, aren't they one of the bloody um, XFL channels as well Did oh you just probably that yeah I think you're right Yeah. Um, so so the idea was they when they were going to sell off the studio they kept a lot of um, uh, sorry they reconfigured what they were going to do with the channel around live mm-hmm. because that's you know DVR proof or whatever the fuck sure, yeah, people yeah. want to watch live content so I think that's why a lot of the shows that effectively were cancelled but they weren't cancelled because the production had already moved out of house could be kept and i think that's why there's such a big delay in season three of the orville
1: right that makes sense
0: because because disney have to get everything back up and running look through all the fucking contracts figure out how they make this shit and then find a home for it which is why it's going to hulu and it's taking more than a year yeah so but they would probably keep fox channel would probably keep anything that's big rating so they'll probably keep the simpsons they'll probably keep family guy um and I don't know where FX sits in that, but my guess would be as a channel, it probably still sits under Muse I think you're probably right. Yep, I think that makes sense. Because
1: yeah. things, you're absolutely right. And, and Disney may not have wanted it anyway, because can you imagine like uh, uh, the freaking mouse ears popping up at the end of It's Always
0: Sunny? Yeah, exactly. You have to keep it distinct. We get a uh, Disney plus next, next month. I'm, I'm waiting. I've started getting the marketing emails for it. Cause I signed up for the emails. Okay. Um, I'm waiting for the one that says, Hey, do you want to buy the whole fucking thing for a year for like 50 quid? And then I'll be like, oh, yes, yeah, please. Enough. Or whatever, you know, okay. so I'm expecting that any day now.
1: I'm sure something like that will come through. Who's your uh, telephone provider. I'd, oh, mobile. I'm with three. So, I, so here the reason I have Disney plus is because they partnered up with Verizon and and if you had a Verizon unlimited plan you get a year of it for free oh nice so so I wonder if
0: they'll do a similar thing over there
1: with one of the, the providers
0: maybe I get um, three have a thing called go binge which is um, uh, uh, like over-the-top services so there's a couple of services I can use that won't impact my data mm. data um, <laughs> that's Canadian or, or Australian for some reason um, or straight yeah, right yeah. Data. data i'm not gonna impact your data um yeah so i can use netflix without it impacting my data i can use um one of the music services i think it's like deezer or something i wouldn't have anyway it, it, yeah it'd be interesting to see if someone got into bed with them because disney don't really have to i assume yeah. they're gonna hit the ground running quite no. heavily with this thing but um well i, I felt the same way with um
1: uh, with disney plus here i, I was like I'm kind of surprised that 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 exists. I feel like they don't need to do that cuz they came in at low enough price point that I was thinking about it anyway. Yeah, and you get
0: all your um, princesses and all your National geographics and all your Marvels like And and the Simpsons which and is the Simpsons, pretty yeah.
1: much like that and a couple of episodes of or a couple of uh, movies is pretty much all I've I've used Disney Plus for still. Have you
0: watched The Mandalorian at all?
1: I watched the first 3
0: episodes and haven't been back to it. Interesting. I was going to I was going to suggest maybe we did a cuz I'm I'm quite like forward seeing it. Um, and I've tried to avoid spoilers, but obviously the internet being the internet, I pretty much fucking know everything. Um, I wondered whether down yeah. the line you'd like to do a, a thing about the Mandalorian. I, 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 I would, and I'd,
1: I'd like to get back to it. I didn't hate it, but I, I, I'll save any any opinions I have for,
0: for down down the line. Okay. Interesting. Back to Picard, because we should finish this off because we've gone on a real fucking. Tangent. We should yes. Um, there we have. We've been quite negative about it. I think in a way. Um, yeah. Do you want to end with some positives? Sure, what do you like about it? What are you enjoying about it? Uh
1: I, I'm enjoying dipping back into that that world of, uh, of of Picard again and and even though he's kind of a bit, a bit of a sad old man and has has lost some <laughs> of the um the kind of idealistic fire, there's there's kind of a a there's a there's a threat of that almost in in the in this this despite my complaint about every Star Trek these days seems like it's got to be some about some grand cause and and some some desperate struggle. Um, involving laser guns and, and swords. Uh, it,
0: it. I do like all the musketeer stuff. I mean, it was very heavy
1: on the musketeer it, stuff. It was, episode. that's true, yeah. Uh, and and uh, it's nice It's nice to kind of go back to and, and, and have uh, Picard on screen again. Um, I like the fact that he's almost, he's almost a representative of, and this might sound like arty-farty bullshit, but I'm going to go with it. He's almost good, a... Good. Uh, 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 analog not an analog what i want to say uh what do they call those in uh and and, and i I was gonna say what do they call those things that represent you in the movie avatar he's an avatar (laughs) for for, you sound so smart right now (laughs) right for fans like me who actually kind of like the 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 ethics of the Federation and want to see more of that and, and think that that's a good thing because he's, he's kind of firm. standing, standing firm with that in the face of this changed world and, and kind of trying to live to those principles. And it's like, okay, I like that. That's, that's good. So, so that there's a glimmer of hope for, for that, for this show in the form of that, for me, uh, where I didn't see any in, in discovery, I didn't see anything like that in discovery.
0: Okay. That's actually really cool. And it's nice to see
1: Jerry Ryan working again. Yeah,
0: actually, I was I was kind of annoyed because when she popped up, I was like, cool. And then I was like, oh no, fuck, it's about to cut to black. Because <laughs> yeah. I realized like, how long have I been watching this? And she shows up and she's like, what did she say when she shows up? You owe me yeah, a ship. card, yeah. You owe me a ship. And then I was like, okay, cool, this is about to go somewhere interesting. And like, no, you dicks, you've done it again. You know, it was like whatever the end of the one of the previous episodes was where it did like a big swing into something and then it was like, oh, we just ended. Oh, no, it was when they set off on their mission. And I was just like, oh, you dick, you're doing like bad comic writing where every one is is just a way to get to the next one and it's not like just get into the story of it. This is actually, I probably said this before, one of the biggest annoyances of this kind of television where it's not necessarily stories anymore. It's about almost eking it out over however many hours. Yes. And I'd rather just like... Uh, people have a go at me, because I'm not very really good at watching television, but I, I quite like movies. You can do so much in two hours just of a film. yeah. And yet right now we're, we're not doing what you could do or what you used to do with television, which was tell individual stories or yep. tell a long-running story well. Sure. We seem to be in an era where where there seems to be a lot of like we've got this much story but we've, we need this many hours
1: right i completely agree and it's like an eight hour it's like a two hours worth of a, of, of a movie script stretched over eight hours and, and that makes it feel kind
0: of thin there was one um scene in this episode four where picard told the story of everything that had happened thus far to your legolas guy yeah. and i was like they're gonna use that as a that scene is majorly there to be uh the skip intro intro for next episode, of another episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably yeah. one of them will be him telling that. Cause it'll be concise. Yes. Um, anyway, I'm not getting into, I quite like Legolas, although I do find it weird that there's a lot of sword play, in a in a world with, with laser guns. Yeah. Um, and I, but I, they immediately called that as soon as they did it, where there was the guy who was like, "Bring your sword up against my fucking laser gun, you dick or whatever he said. Yeah. no, no. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna have it here. We can't. We haven't got an end to this bit. <laughs> um, I like Raffi. I really like. Um, I we didn't get her name right earlier on, but the other data daughter. Yes, I'm, I, I, there's something going on there. The whole we haven't touched on it, but the the destroyer stuff. I don't know where that's going. There's a bit of a hook there. It could be bollocks, but I'm kind of interested in the idea that she's a destroyer. Yeah, she's tied up in, or she's there's some prophecy. Right, she's tied or, up in
1: some prophecy or legend, and, and I'm interested to, to, for them to flesh that out definitely.
0: Yeah. Did you say flesh or flush? Flesh. <laughs> okay. So he's <laughs> flush it out. <laughs> like
1: the giant. So if you're being negative about it, I suppose that, yeah. <laughs> like the giant um, narrative turd it is.
0: <laughs> we're being positive. Oh, sorry, sorry, um, sorry. We're ending on positives. Um, but yeah, so there's a hook there. I, I like Rafi, although I think you might be right. She'll be constantly near death. Mm-hmm. Um, uh hopefully seven of nine showing up is kind of going to be you know it adds another thing to the mix and also another character that doesn't necessarily have to be a you know a a telegraph turn or whatever yeah
1: and is she still Um, gonna go i mean i think because picard called her seven of nine uh but i i wonder if she's if she's gonna like go by annika in this or whether she's still gonna be seven
0: was that her human name? yes annika hansen Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I don't. It's all news to me. No, I was just going
1: to say, just circling back a little bit to your point about the whole, uh, you know, uh, a film over eight hours type type thing. Um, mm. I feel like the, the two examples that I'd, I'd leap to would be Star Trek: The Next Generation. For the most part, uh, it, it does tell those stories, those individual stories. You could leap in. I could pull up Star Trek: The Next Generation, Season Five, Episode Sixteen, and watch it and understand it because it would be a a uh, uh, like a, a story all contained within one episode, unless it's a two-parter, but then it's only two episodes. Whereas, and I think it did that very well. I'm sure there were underlying themes that, that, that were throughout, but they weren't the main focus. And I think the mistake they make with these is they make those underlying themes the main focus. And- uh, You mean uh, the
0: episode Ethics? That, that's exactly <laughs> the one I was talking about, yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, in uh, Wharf is hit by a barrel? <laughs> 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 That's sort of uh, paralyzed, His spine right? is damaged, yeah, that res- resulting in paraplegia. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wants to die with honour or something. Uh, he, he, that appears to be it, yeah. They want to clone his spine? Shit. Holy shit. Worf asks Riker to assist him in performing a ritual suicide. Riker points out that his son Alexander, that the ritual states... Oh, that his, Alexander had to assist. Unable to ask his son, Wolf decides to risk undergoing the untested spine replacement procedure against Dr. Crush's advice. Who? Well, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Back to your point. So if we're talking about this episode, Ethics... Right. ...which does appear to be a fully self-contained... Self-contained story episode. that you could you could jump into and watch and enjoy.
1: Whereas, yeah. I feel like if I went into, into Discovery Season 2, Episode 5, I would be completely lost. Just as I would be completely lost if I went into... <laughs> season four episode seven of breaking bad but they did it better like it was it was it was designed that way from from the top and it was almost like they had more of a plan in mind rather than just kind of going we're going to tell this story They, they they had every episode planned out as an individual story that contributed to the larger whole maybe maybe i'm talking shit
0: no, no, I agree. I think this is part and parcel of... Um, I'm sorry, I was trying to do the same thing with the the, um, the Discovery thing, but I couldn't bring the thing up quick enough. I think the episode was called Saints of Imperfection, the Discovery attempt a perilous mis... Uh, re- um, yeah. Sorry, the Discovery attempt a perilous mission to rescue Tilly from the Mycelian Network with some assistance from old friends now serving in Section 31. Oh, that sounds like a load of bollocks. Yes, it does. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I think you're right. Everything became... A bit too Babylon 5. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good analogy. And that's... I like Babylon 5 yeah. much, like a lot of people didn't. But the idea of doing arc stuff, you have to still service an hour of television at a time. Agreed. You know? Star Trek did that, like, when you say they do two parties, usually those contributed to, like, universe-changing style things, didn't they? Like, the Klingons are... The, Klingon Emperor's dead, or whatever. The right, fuck. I don't know. Or, or, or like, character-altering things like um, I think it is. It a two-parter. There's
1: the episode where where Picard gets abducted by the lights thing. The lights thing, yeah. I think that's a two-parter, isn't it? That was yeah. a two-parter, yeah, and, and it, it kind of almost chain of command. That sounds right. It almost fundamentally changes uh, Picard as a character. Like it's part of him now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you'd get those once or twice a season, and the rest of the time you'd have hour by hour type stuff. Yeah. And you know a lot of TV shows do that. CSI kind of did that. Mm-hmm. Um, other examples. All those procedurals, come to mind. yeah, were, we're very sure. much like that. Yeah. yeah, they might have had
1: again some some underlying overarching thread that was that was that was mentioned every episode, but it wasn't the core and substance of every episode.
0: The carver in Nip Tuck comes to mind, who was a serial killer that was going around hurting people. In uh, I think season three. Okay. <laughs> Haven't thought about Nip Tuck in 10 years, <laughs> but The Carver, because me and Dave are at work, and we would watch it every week and be like, who's The Carver? <laughs> Dave Wager? <laughs> Dave oh, Wager, wow. the Magdy one, would be like, who is The Carver? Who's The Carver? And I'm not sure either of us ever found out who The Carver was, because the show got cancelled. Ah. Or it left uh, Channel 4, maybe. But um, but yeah, so yes, the the problem now is that you're getting 10-hour movies, is and great you've great got to see everyone, everyone and that's the idea they bring you in for everyone else you don't understand what's happening next week mm-hmm. and it's a it's a bad format for television in a way
1: yeah and I, and I kind of feel like and, and I'm probably completely wrong on my history of this but the, the first time I became aware it's probably the best way to phrase it is is with things like 24 because I felt like every every at okay. the start of every week of episodes of 24 I'd be like oh, I suppose I'll watch and then by the end of it I'm like I need the next one and and it was right. it, it, it was that that it was very kind of like almost emotionally ab- abusive in that way. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland emotionally abused me when I was uh, 21 or whatever.
0: Um, but yeah, I get that. But that's where you begin getting into a kind of bingeable era. Mm-hmm. DVD box sets become a thing. Streaming eventually. Like, but we've almost got to the point now where it's almost less and less about the comics. Going back to what I was saying about comics, and it's about getting you to the next one. You got to buy the next issue. But we've kind of lost the point of still telling good stories in a way. Right. Still. Bothering to go into this with like a kind of like, right, okay, we've got enough actual indicative content in here to, to be able to tell something good along the way. And each thing will be a thing within itself that adds to an overall whole, which is what serialized storytelling is at its best. Yes, at. yes, agreed. Yeah, yeah. And we've got out of that to kind of almost, like you say, a kind of hook-based addictive kind of bullshit yeah it's like oh you know, seven of
1: nine showed up you better show better tune in next week to see what what happens with seven of nine showing up yeah and then
0: ultimately it's just she it seems might like swear I she might up. smoke she might drink right yeah exactly so, yeah 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 it's her gonna be like it's like do you remember when um scooby-doo used to go to adverts yeah and it would always have the biggest hook leading in but then it came back out it would kind of repeat it but it'd be slightly different yeah i remember oh my god, it's whatever, whatever. And then it just someone come, as it came off the advert, someone would basically recap what happened a different mm-hmm. way. And then it would go somewhere else. You're like, oh, that was just a, to keep me there. It was, yeah. So it feels like everything, is, all of TV is now a Scooby-Doo advert break moment. To take us full circle, How I Met Your
1: Mother actually does that. And especially when you watch it on like a streaming service or outside of a regular TV setting, it's really apparent. Really? Yeah, because they go, oh, Lily's in trouble. And then they come back and, and it'll be like,
0: so Lily's in trouble? No, oh, we've got to help Lily. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. Interesting. You just have like a, a frame or two of black and then it'll come back to the same scene. Precisely. Yeah, I suppose it's, I mean, it's a classic, I suppose, in many ways, but it's now all of TV is just that fucking moment. Mm. So, the, the, worst, anyway. the worst thing for uh, that. Positives, we were doing positives. <laughs> yeah, the,
1: I was just going to say, the worst thing for that is those reality shows where it is nothing but teasers for the whole episode in like two minutes of content.
0: There was a and web sketch that did that about sp- Sportball. Sport. Sport. Football. Oh, yeah. Um, Where it was all kind of like hype Uh for uh, for an upcoming game. It will never stop. The football is officially going on forever. It will never be finally decided who has won the football. There is still everything to play for and forever to play it in. So that's the football coming up. Watch it. Watch the football. Watch it. Watch it. It's going to move. Watch the football. It's football. We've lost... Substance for hype. Agreed. I yeah. But anyway, positives. Positive. We yes, you are your um, positives. I'm. A, uh. uh I, I think I've said them. I liked uh, oh, you... other Android builder destroyer yes, things, yes, and yes, I yes. like Raffi. Okay. I think those are both nice enough things, and I'm hope I'm hopeful of seven of nine reappearing. Even though, to be frank, I don't think I really saw any of seven of nine. I think I mostly saw pictures of her in magazines. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Because I'd already left Voyager by way. Fair point. enough.
1: Yeah, she, she actually became kind of an interesting character. Uh, I mean, over 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 time, because she was very stiff and, and she remained that throughout. I didn't like that they, they did a whole uh, Seven and Chakotay love story thing, which just never really landed for really? me. Yeah, um, like they were dating on the holodeck and stuff, it's, and that that never really kind of landed that well for me. I know, yeah. But there was there's one episode uh, about I think they call it like the Omega Particle or something like that. And because like the she's still got some Borg fighting with her human instinct. And this may have been actually a fairly early Seven of Nine episode that was Seven of Nine centric. Um, yeah, there's this this they, they, they get the sample of this. like I, I, want, I, I think it's called the Omega Particle. And it's, and it's supposedly like structural perfection. And she gets like a glimpse of it through like a, a little window, but it's going to destroy the ship, so they have to get rid of her. And 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 this this thread of her quest for perf- perfection becomes kind of an interesting little part of her character, because that's what the Borg are after. They're after perfection. That's why they they take your, your uh, cultural and technological distinction and add it to themselves because they're striving for per- perfection. And it's like her fighting with this notion of of this unattainable perfection versus humanity, which is inherently imperfect and that's okay. And and kind of come into terms with that. So they did some interesting stuff with her, I thought. And, and so one, one of the things I'm really hopeful for is that they don't blast all that out out
0: of the water. Yeah, they probably will, but let's be positive. Positive. Do you think somewhere along the line, because like they've got a discovery has a hard on for, for section 31. Yes. Quite clearly. And it seems like generally outside of that, everyone seems to fucking be like, Oh, the Borg were the best thing about Star Trek. Mm. Do they shit the bed at some point and do like an alien? No, what was it called? Alien? That last alien movie, I didn't go and see. I read a synopsis and I was like, no. Um, Where it ended up being that through whatever fucking reason, the alien was created by us. So our destruction, we were the creators of our own destruction. Oh. So do they do some fucking weird time travel thing where humans or Romulans or whoever the fuck invented the Borg? Kind of hope not. Because the Borg have always been weirdly humanoid. Yes. Yes, they are. Like, you've seen other species be assimilated or whatever, but I wonder if at some point someone's going to be like, okay, guys, what if we fucking, we invented the Borg? Like, the humans in the past or in the future or whatever the fuck invented the Borg, and they're like, oh, my God, quickly. And maybe, like, this is the worst thing. But the Borg cube they've got now becomes the first Borg cube somehow. Okay. Oh no, let's shoot it off into the fucking alpha beta data gamma bastard. Uh, Delta quadrant, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I mean that that could make that could make sense I suppose because it's always it's always bugged me that they refer to Earth as sector 001. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, they're
0: totally going to use that. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right. Because they've got
0: they've got a map of the galaxy. Oh, I think we've just put a very dangerous thought out into the universe. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hope Kirsten's not Fuck. listening. No. Also, it took me ages to, to realize that the, the guy on that ship is Hugh. What ship? The guy on the, on the cube, brother. The guy who's all like, um, you know the guy who's, who's, uh, helping run with all the little room full of mad Romulans, the one flew over the yeah. couple's nest Romulans? Yeah. The guy with the good black hair and the milky eye? That's Hugh? That's Hugh. Oh! No, I didn't realize that either until you just said it. they, did not telegraph it at all,
1: and uh, which is Pete weird considering it. how much they telegraph in that in, in that show.
0: Well, yeah, I think they they expected you to know, or maybe there was a throwaway to it, but that's Hugh. Oh, okay. With his and he's been, you know, this is him after fifteen years of being pulled out, Re- it, which is why that, he's uh, got a few little bits and pieces, sort of like he's been in there. Uh-huh. But he's he was the first, and I guess he knows so much about what it is to transition out of being that or whatever, and then. You know, sure. seven of nine would be the next. I don't know why she's not there helping, but I guess that's because it's shady and we'll figure all that well, out later. On. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, uh, they might explain it.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but four more hours. Yeah. Positives? I don't know. I've got none. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> I think <don't know. laughs> we. Fuck. Um, any Any last thoughts? Any Anything to add? Any Any finishes?
1: I mean, will uh, you finish it? Yes, I think so. I, I, if, if you'd have asked me on Monday, I'd have said probably not um, because I really wasn't pumped up after the first episode uh, after after watching two, three and four. Um, yeah, I'm looking. I was, I was I was a little bit disappointed that, that four came out uh, just on, on like the 13th or whenever it was released. I was thinking, you know, Friday or Saturday I was going to get another one. I was like, oh, I've got to wait another week. So that's a good sign.
0: Oh, oh, that is a good sign. I, whereas, yeah. like I say, it's been chipping away each time at me, and I'm now at like, let's say it's taken. If that first shot got me at a hundred percent, yeah, and I was like, oh, this this could be cool. Then I was at like ninety, eighty, seventy, you know. So, have you seen what the next episode's called? Oh God, what's it called? Well, well, let me tell you it was directed
1: by first. It's, oh, okay. it's another Frakes.
0: Oh, shit. He did two episodes, did Good for him.
1: Yes. And it's called Stardust City Rag. So, oh. is it going to be a jazz episode with him in a flowy shirt? Please let it be a jazz episode with him in a flowy shirt. I'd be all right it's with that.
0: The Stardust Plain City Rag.
1: Playing his trombone.
0: Sounds like a metaphor, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. No. <laughs> <coughs> it's, it's, am I dreaming it, or he's going to show up at some point, right? He's supposed to be. I, in I this. believe so, yes. I, I think right,
1: him, uh, Seven of Nine. And um, who else? There was there was another one, wasn't there? Was it, it's not it's not Beverly Crusher? I don't think. oh I can't remember. Is it Marina Certis?
0: No, I don't. know Maybe, maybe. Kind of hope so. Should show up for things.
1: Speaking of, uh, okay, one last thing.
0: I, okay, I, I, one last I, thing on this. I need I, I, a wee really badly, but okay. one last thing.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't want I, when when he called the dog number one. I was a little bit disappointed because I wanted it to be called Wesley. <laughs> Ah, that would have been so
0: good. Shut up, Wes. No, because he likes dogs.
1: Exactly.
0: He likes dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would still be funny. Yeah, well, no, it would have been good. It would it's have been, been good. good. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I like... Apparently he rescues dogs, and that's one of his rescue dogs. Oh, okay. This is one of his things. Oh, He's like, got uh, a... Patrick Stewart? Patrick Stewart has like a... Oh, okay. Dog rescue thing. That's his like, I'm a nice guy, charitable enterprise. Enterprise. Okay. Um, and... uh oh. Sorry. And uh, and that's one of the dogs, I guess Or the type of dog, maybe, a, I don't know You might say it's the Enterprise D For dogs It's been a long time <laughs> Getting from <laughs> here to here